What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Professional Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Gunter, and we've got another good one today, folks. We are joined by former NFL running back for the Baltimore Ravens, Prince Daniels Jr. Uh, Prince obviously had an NFL career, and that was because he was an absolute college football standout. He was initially a walk-on to Georgia Tech who grew into being a two-time all-ACC running back and unbelievably is still the current holder for the record of most rushing yards in a single bowl game with 311 yards. There's a lot of players out there who probably looking back on their career wouldn't have minded just having that over the course of a season. Prince's story is fascinating, though, on a number of levels uh, because I think it reflects so many narratives in that his athletic journey abruptly ended before he had a chance to really find out what he was capable of. He talks openly about the mental struggles that followed and was really candid in sharing his own struggles with mental health and uh, extreme depression that actually was a result of kind of that, uh, you know, potential being unfulfilled. So thankfully for us and, and, you know, everyone, Prince is still here today and he's on a mission to help educate people with regards to how meditation and mindfulness have not only saved his own life, but have actually given him uh, renewed purpose. He's just launched his book. I think it's on pre-sale, actually. Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete. And I, I can't wait to get my hands on a copy of that after talking to Prince today. Uh, this story was so incredibly inspiring. And I think just everything going on in the world right now, very much needed. Uh, I'm really sad to say, you know, within our own inner circle. Uh, we've lost some really wonderful people recently to suicide. So if either you're listening to this, uh, struggling with this personally, or you know someone who struggles with, you know, please, please raise your hand and get help. Uh, I hope that Prince's story today offers a source of inspiration, uh, you know, because he'll tell you he's, <laughs> he's been there and he clawed his way back and he found something that works for them and talking to him now, uh, I think he word the use jovial to describe his personality. And that's exactly what I would say as well. Um, so again, one oh, really, really fantastic conversation. Um, I think it's going to be motivating. And personally, it's going to force me to double back down on meditation. I've said that a couple times now, and I have tried, but you know, life just tends to get in the way, but no more, no more. All right. Uh, if you want to follow the journey, uh, check us out on Instagram at the underscore professional athlete. If Facebook is more your bag, we're going to start keeping that up to date as well. So, uh, we'll make that link available in the show notes. Uh, and lastly, if you are enjoying the show, please do leave us a rate and a review. It really helps. As I always say, uh, not only just to help new people find the show, but these guests look folks. They want to know what's up. They want to know who's listening. So if you would be so kind, uh, go ahead and let us know what you think there. And if you just want to get in touch, uh, if you have thoughts on the show, recommendations, we actually love to hear that as well. As long as they're positive, if they're negative, I'm deleting it immediately. Okay. Alrighty, folks. Well, let's get going and welcome Prince to the show. Here we go. <laughs> Too much to do. Yeah, I gotta get going. I gotta talk to you. It's time to start the show. 
Awesome, man. Well, Prince, you, welcome to the show. I'm, I'm no, pumped to have you on today. Man, I'm, I'm pumped to be here, Ken. I, <laughs> I really do appreciate it, man. This is awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you're on the West Coast, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm in uh, San Diego, California. Oh, yeah. But right now it's it's pretty hot, man. It's pretty hot. So but 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 it's still a beautiful, still a beautiful area. Yeah. yeah. If you got to be hot. Well, I know. And I, I saw that there's those crazy heat waves and now people are losing power and then the wildfires are starting. Yes. But man, San Diego sure is nice. Right. <laughs> I was like, you can have all that. I, I'll still take San Diego. Yeah, I'll just stay closer to the shore while it's going down. <laughs> right. If the fire comes, I run into the water. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome, man. Well, dude, I'm, I'm so pumped to have you on the show today. Uh, I remember watching you play in college, first of all. Let me start oh, by saying that. Oh, come on, man. Come on. And, I, yeah, <laughs> I know. And I know, I know we're going back a little bit. But uh, I honestly, when I saw the stat, because you still hold the record for most rushing yards in a bowl game, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I'm right. I'm 90% confident I was watching that game. <laughs> the bowl like game, I, right? I, yeah, I was like, oh my god! Like I watched that game. I remember, <laughs> I remember that game. So, anyways, man, That's it's awesome, awesome. Man. Awesome, awesome to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. But uh, I, I think I would be doing you a disservice if I only talked about your athletic accomplishments because uh, <laughs> you're working on some pretty cool stuff right now. We were just catching up before the show. Yeah. Um, and you got a book coming out, right? I have a book coming out. It's called Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Mastering the Balance Between Your Power and Peace. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. you know, I guess uh, without giving away everything that's in the uh-huh. book, yeah. you know, what what is kind of like the key objective here, right? Is it is it uh, using mindfulness to kind of enhance your ability as an athlete? Is there, you say the ultimate athlete, so is it a bit more comprehensive than even that? Yeah, well, um, the objective is to uh, teach athletes how to tap into um, their energy. Mm. Um, and I'm not talking about the E-N-E-R-G-Y, but the I-N-N-E-R capital G. Their energy, um, their inner good, their inner God, their inner goddess, their, um, their, their, their inner genie, you know, their ability oh, okay. to, to, to make things uh, manifest and crystallize. And um, it's like their inner genius that is constantly looking to express itself. And so whenever you learn how to look within yourself, then you start to realize that nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. And, mm. and, you know, um, as kids, we're taught like you can be anything that you want to be. You can have anything, you can do anything. Yeah. And then, then you become an adult and just like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like you can maybe be an accountant <laughs> exactly. or join, uh, join the laborers union. But, exactly. uh, no, we were just trying to get you through. Elementary school. <laughs> exactly. Man. So, you, you know, um, uh, it was pretty awesome. You know, I, I had a, a really good um, career. Um, uh, played with the Baltimore Ravens for three three years. and But shortly after that, man, I had a self-identity crisis. I was uh, discharged prematurely due to injuries. And right. um, self-identity crisis, suicidal ideation, a suicide mm. attempt. And, um, but luckily I had a, I was able to... A, in a monastery and spend some time there and oh, rehabilitate wow. myself. And so while I was there, um, I tapped into my energy. I, I actually, you know, had a, uh, um, a very small glimpse of enlightenment, but it was, mm. it was, um, it wasn't just one time. It was, it happened over the years 
you know, and so um, I developed a, a practice for um, mindfulness and meditation. And um, I've been practicing it for the last for 12 years, man. Mm. And I've just been a student of, 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 um, of that practice of this, this 10,000 year old practice hmm. you know, that's been around. And, um, in practicing it, I, I developed some of the skills and also just been exposed to things that we don't even think about at hmm. all. And so after, um, I was able to find some clarity, um, after being stuck in a dark space, Man, I, I, I was able to see the light, yeah. and and um, I just decided I just I need to write a I, I wanted to write a book, but I didn't know exactly what to write a book about, and hmm. just, I thought it was it was perfect um, for me to be able to write a book about an athlete reaching their ultimate level of success, or just reading reaching their ultimate level of whom they are, and. Um, um, I didn't get a chance to show people what my ultimate um, looked like, you know, what my greatness looks like. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, but I just, like, I just figured out the game of football, the X's and O's. Like, I just discovered the offense. And so I I, I, I got bored, and I started going to the defensive rooms, and I started figuring that out. And, you hmm. know, just, just being in the meetings with the quarterbacks, just to understand the whole offense, because – my brain was started picking up on things like it was nothing. And so I had to be able to apply that on the field. Yeah. And once I um, increased my speed, which I speak about in the book about um, what the, the last puzzle puzzle piece for me to go from a four five to a four two in six weeks, you know, it was just, just these little small exercises that I did. <laughs> it was, uh, it's these small exercises that I did to, um, to help with that. And I did them uh, religiously, and huh. man, like um, either everyone listening is like, send me those exercises, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you get the book, you'll get the. Hold exercises. on, buy the book, folks. Yeah, Come buy on. the books, right? Exactly, man. But um, <laughs> like th- these these exercises, man they they were the the missing piece to my core, and mm. and and that was the one thing you know everyone. I, when I was younger, I thought the core was just uh, just the abs, and n- not understanding that you got the abs, you have the obliques, you have the groin, you have the hips, yeah, mm-hmm. the lower back, all of these muscles. Yeah, and and I did not under I did not understand that. But the minute I started uh, practicing these exercises, mm-hmm. um, man, I mean, it just changed everything for me, and the things. And my, my, my head was like, you can run faster than this. Hmm. But, but my body wasn't, my, my body was, was not mechanically prepared to be able to run, generate that much speed. Yeah. And until I started working on these, these core exercises. And that's a real thing, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's proven. It's like you're, uh, you almost have like a limiter or a governor. It's like your muscles until like, will actually like inhibit it. And your mm-hmm. brain will inhibit your muscles from firing as fast and as strong as they actually can. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, which is just crazy in itself. Right. I mean, it's trying to protect the body from injury, but uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's I, I love the the way you said. It. I was like, no, I know I can go faster. <laughs> it's like I just got to get my body on board, exactly, <laughs> so we can make yeah. this happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then after, and then it was just one day. It's I could feel it. I, I could feel it. Was, it was my body 
hmm. how my it, it just seems like everything was put in place properly. Ah. Uh, um, just from doing the core exercise, and, yeah. and and as time went on, what I realized was that that's what we are. We are our core. These are mm. just our extremities, you know. And so, the more you can strengthen the core, because everything that we do, we have to come back to the core, even yeah. in, in life. You know, that's applicable in life. Whenever you um um you you, you go away from home. But you come back to home because it's the core. It's your core, you know. Yeah, you're like um, foundation. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Same thing for your body. You know, you, you get away from your core. You get away from doing sit-ups, um, um, Lord, but good mornings, exercises. You know, yeah. you get away from that, um, and you start realizing, like, man, something's wrong. something is not right. And so when you start working on your core, uh, it, it it it's the foundation for you. And so when I started working on my core, I started. to started to realize how I was walking. I was walking upright. I was mm-hmm. like a, like, like a, like a matter, matador. Well, not, not a matador. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, centaur? No. It's, it's, is it a centaur? People um, are going to kill me because my daughter's going to kill me. Right? There's so much Harry Potter wa- watched in my house. <laughs> exactly. Centaur? Man, oh, oh, yeah. Anyway. But, people, but, will, people, you know, know. people will scream yeah. at me in the comments. Exactly, exactly. Um, but I was walking upright and it, it felt funny because I was just like, why am I walking like this? Uh, I, f- I felt like I was walking like the guy off of uh, the 300, the, the, oh, the Egyptian hey. prince or whatever. You know, oh, just yeah. Hello. The Persian. Yeah, the Persian prince. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, but uh, uh, what I realized that all my muscles were in, in the proper place. And from there, like my legs were able to run as fast as I as I imagined. And, uh, okay. and I was swift. Um, I just developed speed and quickness over the time and just started gaining everyone's respect on the, on the Ravens um, defense because we had the number one defense. So, um, uh, so, this, my, so this happened in the NFL. This happened in the NFL. Yeah. In college, it was just raw, raw potential. Just trying to figure out, you know, like how to get to the next level. Yeah. Um, yeah. From from actually be, being a walk on. Well, Jordan that's what Taylor. I was going to ask you. Which yeah. Is- so I did not realize it was so fascinating because I mean, yeah. you ended up all ACC drafted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. Maybe we, if you don't mind, we could talk about that a little bit yeah. as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Um, what do you want me to start? You know? <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know, I mean, like, and, and while that story is fascinating, you said something earlier that I almost feel like it would be a disservice if I skipped over it. You, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you ended playing, you said yeah. that you almost went through this, like, uh, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, identity crisis. Is, yeah. that, is that a good way to put it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting to me, right. I, I think a lot of folks sometimes, you know, there's that, uh, that dated perception that a jock was just always, you know, not, not a, not a stud in the classroom. He was just a stud on the field and that was his only right. kind of like Avenue in life. Right. But, but for you, you got into Georgia tech mm-hmm. on your own without football, Correct. an incredible engineering school. Right. right? Uh, right. An incredible school. Right. Um, you know, so it's like, I, I don't know if I would have expected uh, you to have that same kind of like identity crisis that I imagine a lot of athletes have when they mm-hmm. feel like, shoot, mm-hmm. this was the only thing I'd put all my eggs in. Right. I put my eggs in this basket. Now it's gone. But it seems like you, I would imagine, probably had a lot of potential to do a lot of different things. So what, what was the cause of that identity crisis? Um, well, the cause of that identity crisis was... Um, uh, I, I just figured out the game. Hmm. I just figured out the. It was. It was like I just entered the matrix, um, where the game slowed down for me. 
and I sped up. Hmm. And not just that, but like, as I said, my, my brain wrapped around um, the game. Like a 500-page play, 500 playbook shrinked down to 15 pages for me. Hmm. Because I started realizing just like you can only run to the right and to the left so many times and up the middle so many times. But when they call these personnel, just line up in a different position. I was just like, oh, that's simple. Okay. And now these pass plays, you can only throw it to the left, to the right, to the middle. Oh, and then it's a scheme. Oh, and then we're trying to create a triangle to 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 create levels because there's interest right. in the game. And man, and and from there, yeah, it just all clicked. And I, I had a, a great coach who was, I, I consider him a great professor because the way that I broke down everything was I was I was doodling in my notebook one day, just wasn't really paying attention. And but but because when I was at home. I was studying hmm. and not knowing that if this was actually helping me because every once in a while, Coach Brian Billick, uh, he would chew me out. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, man, this is not cool. You know, he just chewed me out in front of everybody. It's just like, get your fucking shit together, PJ. I'm sorry, but, you know, not even to, to okay. use profanity. But yeah, he, used to, he used to curse me out. And I, should, and I would take it take it really hard. But my mm-hmm. running back coach, um, Wilbur Montgomery, um, and um, what's my other coach? Uh, uh, he gonna, he's going to kill me if I don't remember his name. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, anyway, my other running back coach at the time. <laughs> Who we care about just as much. <laughs> exactly. He was he, he played in the NFL as well. Uh, okay. Um, Tampa. Um, uh, he used to always tell me, he was just like, hey, man, um, you know, just because he's shouting at you, though, it doesn't mean 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 nothing. That means he likes you. I was like, where, where did they do that at? You know, I'm gonna shout at you because I like you. You know, like, the one the, the one I always heard too was like, "Hey, the day I stop yelling at you is the day you know that I don't care." Exactly. Like, I was like, like it doesn't right. make any sense. I you guess. know, I guess <laughs> I get it, but I'm also like, "What well, can't we just maybe talk, talk through?" But exactly. Right. Like, I, I'm 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 really good at at just being in a in a in a in a real peaceful environment. You're just telling me some information. I can I can download it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know he he would get on me and I would be at home and I would I would spend my, my spare time doing sit-ups and reading plays. Hmm. Um because I, I what what I had a problem with was um it wasn't a problem in the classroom. It was a problem applying the information that I learned in the classroom on the field. Yeah. So I had to mimic something where I was exerting energy um, and, but at the same time, I was, I was using my mind to be able to, um, to, to, to be able to transfer the, 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 the uh, information that I downloaded earlier. Oh, see, that's really interesting. And I've actually thought about this, right? Cause <clears throat> you're right. It's completely different in a calm, peaceful environment. You know, maybe you got a little Colby Calais in the background, you're studying <laughs> your place. Everything's easy. You don't forget. Right. But then it's like when you start moving, you start getting tired. It's like, uh, I I love that if I'm understanding it correctly, like you were working out while studying your plays so that there was like some form of like exertion happening while. Exactly. Yeah. Same simulation when you get on the field. Right. That that was, that was my only thing. Like I, I, I get a play. uh, Plus they start, they, they play me at three position. They play me at running back. They play me a wide receiver, and they would put me at, at fullback or f back, you know, to to come out the backfield and catch the ball. Um, yeah. 
Um, but I was playing three positions. So you can only imagine, like, my mind was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa okay, all right, I need, to, I need to focus. I need to bring this all together. And yeah. so um, um, when, when you have that much responsibility, your brain is just running uh, extremely fast. And so I would get on, get on the field, and they would call a play, and I would run in. And I'm like, all right, am I playing running back, wide receiver, or F back? Okay, all right, all right. So, all right. And then uh, if I'm playing wide receiver, I got to line up on the line and remember my route, but then also read the read the, the defensive coverage. I was yeah. just like, oh, man. And so my first time playing wide receiver was in the NFL. And so <laughs> <laughs> so now my mind is just like, okay, um, uh, what route do we have? Um, and then on top of that, what what defense are you are you reading? Is yeah. it a man or is it a man? This is like, oh, oh, hey, hey, Mark Clayton. Hey, what's what's the play? What's the play? What route do I have? Okay, 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 okay here we go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, As if so, it's not complex enough, you gotta learn it three different ways. Three different ways, man. And so um the the, the awesome thing was just my my mind grabbed all that information and it distilled it um, and in a way of just like, oh, this is, this is just X's and O's. Don't mm-hmm. be concerned. You know, um, as long as you continue to keep studying your plays, you'll be ahead of the game. And so I started doing that. And um, eventually I became a student of the game. And from there, um, I was able to figure things out and navigate my, my, myself through through um, unexpected situations. Yeah. So yeah, so which allowed me to elevate my game so much that it was just like, wow, like is, is this guy taking something? Like, what what are you doing that's different, than, you know, than everyone right. else? And uh, and um, but but one of the, the things that I, I want to mention is that um, it wasn't just me working on these these core exercises that that allowed me to gain my speed. It was the my my mind saying, and well, I should say my spirit saying mm. that you could run faster than this. And and now I, I kept hearing that, and I believed that. So yeah. um, one one of my other um, um, good running back friends as well, his name is Corey Ross. He played um, for the University of Nebraska. Um, we 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 had agreed upon every day when we come out to practice that we're gonna go so hard um, because we got an opportunity to play against the number one defense in the NFL. Yeah. So, so when you think about it, when we play against number two, the number three, the number 23, you know, we're going to have a field day on those right. days. It's going to feel like JV. <laughs> exactly. Like, but, oh, there's no but, Ray Lewis over there. <laughs> exactly. Ray, <laughs> man, we had, we had a stack defense, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. Oh some, my God. Samara Rowe, Chris McAllister, DeWan Landry, Haloti Nanta, Kelly Gregg. Oh man. So the, the Ravens were sick. Man, man. And so to be, be able to, ha- to have the opportunity to go against them each and every day. I just knew that um, I was going to be one of the best running backs in the league. And, mm. I mean, it, it was there was no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my mind, because it, you can just see the recipe for success. Yeah, you can see it. And then what, what, when we're in practice, you know, I'm going super hard, so it forces them to to go hard as well. Right, and and I'm actually um, being very elusive to get away from the defense and go score touchdowns on the, on the number one defense, you yeah. know, um, in the NFL. So it was just an opportunity for me to improve my game. And once I started seeing that, wow, <clears throat> these individuals are helping me improve my game, then I started realizing, like, oh, I, I, I really can't be stopped. And so, um, 
you know, I just didn't, I never, never had the opportunity to, 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 to show everybody, you know, yeah, so, so, and so that's where the identity it, crisis came from. So you got, you got injured. I got injured. I got injured. So my, my first year, didn't think I was ready to play as a rookie. Hmm. Um, you know, so I, I was still on the, the, the active roster, but I was inactive the next year. They tell me, you know, your role is um, your role is bigger. So get ready for that. Um, I hurt my hamstring right before the season start because I only knew I only had one gear. Hamstring. You know? And and yeah. And if somebody if I had a mentor that, that told me, you know, it's OK to, to gear it down, you, you have your spot. I was constantly trying to prove something to everyone. Mm-hmm. What, what's on one hand allowed for me to um, um, excel at such a um, such a accelerated accelerated pace, yeah. but on the other hand, <clears throat> it uh, it hurt me because um, you know I didn't know when to when to gear down, when to slow down, right? Um, when to dial it back a little bit, <clears throat> when to dial it back a little bit. Yeah. So you know, I, and plus I didn't have no emotional intelligence. So um, what do you, you mean by yeah? What do you, what do you mean by that? The emotional intelligence. Well. It's a, it's a game. It's, we're in a business, you know, like it's no more. It's no longer a game, really. Um, right. And so you have all of these other ancillary um, uh, things that come along with the game of football mm. uh, when you're in this professional sport. And so you're, you're thinking about just like. You know, am I going to make the team? I'm not a superstar yet. No one really knows my name. I don't know what they think about me upstairs. You know, it was just a lot of things going on in my head. So yeah. the only thing that I knew was just, just, just be quiet and and just do your do do the work and just have mm. that dog mentality. Like no matter what, um, um, I'm not going to be the the X man. I'm not going to be the one that's out. I'm going to be the one that's in. So by any means necessary, let's make this happen. Yeah. And and um, I did that, but I just needed needed some finessing or just like a mentor to teach me like, OK, it's OK to ease up a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and this is the time to ease up. Um, I was just all about let's go. Like, I fear no man on this field. Yeah. They put their pants on just like me and I go toe to toe with them. I do not care how big they are, who they are. Right. Um, you know, but but the, the the cool thing was the defense, the defensive guys were my friends. Um that was a mentality that I had, you know, like they were like, I, I just knew that, that they were dogs. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's how I am. Um, I 400, 300, 400 pound person in front, in front of me. I'm looking at him like, well, let's go. I'm going to give you all that yeah. I got. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, exactly. and, you know, afterwards, everyone will always give me my respect. They were just like, man, much respect, man. Like, you got heart, man. I, like, I like you. I can play with you all year, you know? And yeah. so, um, that's, that was who I was, man. I just, just, I just never backed down. Just, I, I, I'll never forget. Quick story. Then I'll let you. No, um, man. I love <laughs> it. Um, I'll never forget. We were playing the Redskins. Um, during the preseason yeah, the, game. The, the Washington football oh, I'm team. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> the, the Washington oh. They're football like, guys, team. we need a new name. We got to figure this thing out. Uh, ah, boy, this is hard. Let's go with uh, football team and <laughs> no, where we are. No, the, 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 so they were the Washington Red Wolves at first. Oh, were they really? Yes. Yeah, oh. they changed their name to that. But what happened was it was, it, it had to be an inside job because someone went and um uh, uh, oh i saw this they bought up all the variations of the name exactly 
Exactly. Right. That's oh, it. wow. So they were going to go with something else. Boy, yeah. what kind of per? I mean, yeah. I mean, the person that's greedy. That's like that's I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to capitalize off of this. Yeah. So yeah. They, they went and trademarked all of those names, and um, and so they were just like, well, I guess the only option is to just call ourselves the Washington Football Team yeah. until you know. Buy ourselves some time. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So we were playing them, and uh, it was kickoff. It was kickoff return for us, and they were mm. no, no. It was kickoff for us, and they had kickoff return. And I'll never forget it. It's like these two linemen, they build the wall. And um, and it was, they, they were at least like three, 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 three thirty, three forty. And I'm all of like 220. Right. Yeah. You know, and so I'm running downfield. And there they go. They holding hands, like hands, just ready to just blast uh, off on me. Which they, yeah. they're, they're not allowed to do anymore for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Anymore. <laughs> but man, I was just like, F it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, yeah. And when I I got up, I was facing the other way. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I went ahead first and uh, they spun me around. Sent you back around. They sent me back around. So I got up. I was like, where they at? Where they at? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're behind me. but it was funny because after the game, they came and shook my hand. It was like, much respect, man. Respect, yeah. yeah. Wallbuster. Yeah. yeah, they were just like, you, man, you don't fear anything. Huh? I was just like, not, nothing, not, nothing at all, man. Nothing at yeah. all. Yeah. You know, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome, man. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we yeah. Are, that was always the craziest guy on the team who would uh, at least keep that job. They right. throw a lot of people at it, but the guy who would keep going back out there week after week is a wild dude. What's up, Ivan Charbonneau? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. So, okay. So that makes sense. So you get to this point where it's like mentally the game has slowed down. Right. Like now know how to operate. Your body right. has finally caught up to right. where you're, you knew it could be, and then right. you get injured. So that's like, okay. It, it's yeah. Like, it, accurate to say that like this you know this like depression comes from like realizing you were right there right. and not getting to kind of like fulfill what you knew you were capable of correct exactly yeah. just, and, and a similar situation is going on right now with all the athletes in the world you know oh, man they're, yeah. they're, in a, they're in the same situation with this pandemic you, you know that they, they they work to peak at a certain time and then they can uh, uh, apply you know, all of their strengths and efforts mm-hmm. um, to, to, to playing the game that they enjoy playing. And so now that they don't get an opportunity to do that, they're going to go, they're going to have like a self-identity crisis, you know, um, think about it. Like there's yeah. no season, you know, people are losing it. It's just like, Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? You know, what's next? And I'm just like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I've been through this, you know, I know how to help you get through it. And yeah, um, like, but but I really do because uh, one thing I I, I survived um, the suicide attempt, you know, uh, and and now that I think about it and I talk about it more, mm-hmm. um, I realize that I did because um, you know I, I, the, the, we wouldn't be talking if I did not uh, because I right. I had I had, a, I had action. I put a plan together and I was, um, I was on the third day, which was the final day of my plan. And, um, um, 
you know, it was just something that, that, that stopped me from doing it. And it was mindfulness or so practicing meditation. Uh, I gave that yeah. one last, one last shot. And that was the one thing that, um, that actually, uh, uh, brought me back to, brought me back to my reality or my senses. Um, and wow. so, you know, I, I didn't take my life from, from that moment on, man. So, you know, was it just a, was it a feeling of just like not, not knowing what to do next? Or was it just like so upset It kind of like, uh, you know, to your point, like you were saying, like this, this incredible potential that you were starting to realize being unfilled mm-hmm. because I know we were catching up beforehand, right? Like, yeah a lot of athletes go through this uh even if it's just college or maybe it's like to your point like you play three years in the pros like right. you might have been playing football since you were five or six in some instances right. everything in your life your foundational years were building up to this point and then when it's the rug is kind of pulled out from underneath you in one way or the other it's kind of like whoa <laughs> like, right. yeah. my whole identity was kind of wrapped up in me as the football player me as the Correct. athlete Correct. Um, was it was it just that, or was it something more? No, it was it was a combination of everything, everything yeah. that you name, you know, and a little bit more. Hmm. You know, one it was just like a lot of pride as well. Um, um, one, the National Football League was pretty much my first job. Like um, um, growing up, you know, I was I was fortunate enough to have a father who was an immigrant hmm. um, from. from from Ghana, Africa. And so he was all about um, owning your own business and he had his own business. And so he was like, come and work, you know, come and work, work, work for me. You know, you come to work at the business. And I was like, man, I want to play football, dad. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, um, um, I, so I wouldn't consider that a, a, a job. I just, you know, it just hey, and he would pay me pennies to the dollars. Right. Uh, you know, he's like, I got you got a roof over your head and everything <laughs> else. I'm like, come on, Dad, what are you doing? So, um, you know, for me, it was like my first job. Just the the the, the things that I were I was repeating in my head, this the cyclic, um, like daunting and um, and 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 repetitive. Hmm. saying of like you let yourself down you lost your first oh, job yeah. like you're sorry like what what did you do wrong like i can't believe that you did that like you let your family down you let this and so that replayed over and over in my head like a broken disc and and um like after a while you start believing it just like anything you know mm-hmm. somebody calling you stupid um you don't believe it the first few times, but after a while, you hear can, enough. You hear enough. Like you, you really start questioning yourself. Like, am I, am I really stupid? You know. And so, um, it was like a, um, a a suggestion, some type of mental suggestion. And so, you know, after a while, I start believing it. Yeah. Well, and and you know, it's so just hearing you kind of describe this. And my wife is, I know that she's going to say this in the takeaways. <laughs> she she always talks about like you have a really powerful brain. Not that you're the smartest person, but like when you mentally like hold on to something, you're able to convince yourself that you can either do things or. Right. I, I'm hearing that very much with you. Correct. And, you know, from that first kind of explanation of like, hey, I went from a four six to a four two. Because right. I knew my body was capable of it. I just had to like do some things and make some changes to like realize that right. um, it almost seems like the same way that that positivity mm-hmm. and that belief in yourself, you're actually able to like bring it to fruition. 
right. On the flip side, it's like when that talk then becomes negative, like mm. y- your mind is so powerful and it is for everyone, but for you yeah. specifically, it's like that can really become ingrained and like, unfortunately detrimental, you know, right. because it's like right. your self-belief is so critical. It's, it's very critical. It's, 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 it's the most critical thing to, to your, your well-being, to mm. your existence in this world. Yeah. Um, you know, everything was created from a mental standpoint, you know, and uh, and and I, I, I always had the, the, the mental uh, fortitude and strength, you know, to be able to see myself in a, in a, in a positive and great light. Yeah. But when that when that rug was snatched from underneath me. There was I didn't have a safety net and uh, I didn't have a mentor, mm. you know, because what that mentor does, it helps you. It, it, it helps with, with the with the with the fall. Yeah. You know, cause, <laughs> yeah. Cause, you know, they at least give yeah. you some type of lifeline and, and get you to think you know, or, or, or like alter your view or have a different vantage point and look at things from 30,000 feet above the ground, as opposed to looking at it from eye right. level. Perspective. You know? they, they, yeah. they can help, they can help you kind of put what you're going through, which can feel really intense. Right. And, and give you some perspective, whether from their experience or like being a bit removed from, yeah, I, exactly. completely, I completely agree. Exactly. And so, you know, I, I had a, I had a issue of trusting people, uh, uh, when I was younger, uh, not that I, you know, but because I, I was always about, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm used to the person that gives my trust first, and then um, you have to mess it up, not the right. other way around, yeah. you know. And but when I got to the league, it was just like I was, as I mentioned before, the emotional intelligence. I was always, mm-hmm. I was very emotional. So, uh, uh, you, you know, so if I were to have that emotional intelligence, that's why I. I harp on the mindfulness and meditation because you learn how to uh, compartmentalize your thoughts oh. and then your emotions. Uh, ah. <clears throat> because a lot of times, you know, we think we're, we are our thoughts and our emotions. Like we think that they are one, yeah. um, but, but they, they work they work separately. So like thoughts are just thoughts. Like every single thought that you have in your head, you don't act upon it. Yeah. Because like, it's so many thoughts. So it's just like, uh, 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 well, uh, 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 uh. So, you <laughs> oh, know. Yeah. It, you know I, I, I don't know if everyone feels this way. And, I, you know, not to talk about my own meditation practice, but when I do, <clears throat> it's like when I finally quiet down, and I, and I mean the amount of stuff that starts flying through my head, I'm like, oh man, there's a lot going on in here. Like, it's happening while I'm driving to work. Right. Like, there's a lot. I, I need to figure out how to work through some of this stuff. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you, you know, um, um, what you have to learn how to do is just get used to allowing that to just flow. Um, you know, the way that I explain it, I explain it in the book like this as well, but the way yeah. that I explain it is, um, um, your mind is a fertile garden, hmm. right? Um, and you want to plant these seeds in this garden. So those seeds are your mental thoughts or your mental seeds, or your thought seeds. And once you place this in a fertile garden, you need the next thing, which you use to water, uh, water, water flowers. Hmm. Um, so that water is equivalent to your emotions, 
your energy and motion, your emotion, energy and motion. Hmm. So that's your precipitation. And so it's the driving force to make those thoughts become a reality. Oh, wow. I like that. And then, and then your actions is like the sun. You know, um, it, 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 it sheds light on the thought that's looking to grow. Hmm. And so um, now this is where your manifestation and the crystallization comes from hmm. because you, you, you've cultivated and you've nurtured, you know, that thought, that, those emotions and the action. Yeah, and so now all of a sudden, when things manifest themselves, it was because that's what you were thinking about. Right. And so, if you think about, if you plant a negative seed, mm. a, a, a positive seed, um, that's what's going to come out. And like, then if, if, and then if, you, if you have negative energy behind a negative seed, it's like it is going to manifest itself. Uh, it's there's a term I'm looking for that's escaping me at the moment, but uh, yeah. yeah, you. Oh God, it, it's it's. You know, it's um, the principles of life that I that I had an opportunity to to go and study. You know, hmm. um, um, after I was discharged from the game, I got a lot of advice from everyone because um, I was going to go to school to be an orthodontist. My my, oh, okay. my my major was uh, business management with a minor in organic chemistry at Georgia Tech. Just a minor. Just, <laughs> when I have free time, let me go dabble in some organic chemistry. Hey, man. But hey, that, that, <laughs> and that, that stuff was very, very difficult and very challenging. So, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I prided myself on, um, you know, just, just doing well in the classroom. But um um, it, it was it was these things that I, I I was able to figure out just about just by breaking things down to to its molecular level and just really hmm. understanding understanding it. So I guess it was it was only right that I went to engineering school, you know, because I've been able to engineer a lot of the things that I didn't understand. So that's how the game yeah. came to me, you know, uh, football. So. Um, that's how I became who, who, who I am. I just really yeah. like sit down and analyze things to the point where it's just like where most people stop and like, oh, okay, I got to figure it out. Where I'm still like, no, but you can refine it just a little bit more. If you like, if, if you just look past this and yeah. not have this, you know, not have this, this emotion um, because you think you figured it out. Like, no, no. If you see just a little bit more, like it's here, it's right there. Um, right. So, so, you know, that when I speak about the emotional intelligence, if I would have had the emotion, emotional intelligence, then I would have been able to excel or after I left the game, um, I wouldn't have taken it so hard. Um, I see. And so, um, when, uh, it, so because you, you mentioned, right. Even when you were starting to go through like these really dark times, <clears throat> It sounds like you had already been exposed to to mindfulness to some extent. I guess yeah. wh- when when did that uh, mindfulness enter your life? Or I guess maybe what was the first introduction? But then you know when did it really begin to take hold as like a consistent practice in your day to day? So my, my dad was a black belt, um, and one of my uncles. I have two uncles that actually. Uh, like really big into meditation. And so, oh, okay. A, bl- a black belt in um, um, karate. Oh, here we go. <laughs> right. Karate. Yeah. Do not mess with the Daniels family. <laughs> but so my, my, my dad, um, he, he was big into meditation and mindfulness. Oh, okay. so I started practicing it in, in high school. 
Um, but it, cool. it never really stuck with me. You know, I was just I just closed my door, and my dad did not did not like closed doors in this house. But it was funny, so I was sitting in my room and meditate, or trying to practice meditation. Yeah. But I call meditation, here we go, boom, 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 <laughs> open your damn door, like that, <laughs> like that. I was like, you just disrupted my peace. He's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> ah, get back to you, meditation. Yeah, you know, right. And so, um, and so I, I try to um, I practice it. I practice a little bit. In, in college, but mm. it never really stuck. And then when I got to the league, that was my first time um, going to the monastery. Yeah. And so, so what, where was this monastery? Because um, let me tell you what I envision when I think monastery. <laughs> and uh, people are going to realize how lowbrow this show is. <laughs> I immediately go to Ace Ventura 2. Okay. When nature calls. I think that's the one. Uh, and yeah. I think he's in like a Tibetan monastery. Right. <laughs> that's where I go to. So, what, yeah. what was your experience with the monastery? Um, my experience with the monastery was. I, you know, it was funny. I had that same visual, right? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, when I would, I would watch um, like Dragon Ball Z, oh, yeah. you know, um, the Avatar, the Legends of Aang, uh, uh-huh. the Legends of Korra and Aang, and and um, you know, so I, and and I watched a lot of uh, karate movies when I was yeah. younger. You know, Bruce Lee movies and stuff, and so uh, that's how I envisioned it. So when I went mm. to this monastery, it's just more like I was like, where, where, "Where's that stuff at? Where is it at?" And yeah. it's like, "We don't do that here." <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> "Okay, all right." So what do I look for next then? And it was just like, um, and this um, is in the states. This um, is in the states. This is in um, in Arkansas. This is in oh, Arkansas. Wow. Yeah, Yaleville. Um, Arkansas, or the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas. Okay, and and so, um, man, I, I went and I was I was like shocked, like my, my, my whole my whole system was shocked, my whole nervous system was shocked, uh, my spirit was shocked, my my, my, my mental, you know, um, my body. And you know, at one point in time, I was just like, "Are they trying to brainwash me over here?" I was like, "Are they trying to brainwash me?" Like, oh my god! You know, because these are the things. Like when your mind and your body go into shock, and you know, your, your spirit goes into shock. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say my spirit; it's just more my my body and my mind. I was just like, "What's going on?" So I'm, I'm trying to grasp it, and I'm just like, "I'm in the middle of nowhere." If I want to take off running, I'm not going to be able to get out. I was just like, oh, I'm trapped here. And so at, in the Ozarks. In the Ozarks. But after your your mind and your nerves, they settle. They settle. Um, then, you know, like you actually start attuning to the, the vibration that's, that's, that's happening at the monastery. And, hmm. you know, I, I was given a book and told that meditation begins in two hours. Go and read the book. And the book was, um, man, the book, if I can, I know our viewers were not able to see it, but I don't, but the book was about this big. It was about oh, wow. um, the size of a, uh, of an old flip phone type, oh, right? Big, yes, of an old yeah. flip phone type. And man, like I, I, I sped through that book, like, ooh, all right, what's the next book? <laughs> and I was, and, uh, and the instructions were read it again. I was like, what? <laughs> Like what am I missing? I was like, I just right. read the book. Yeah, <laughs> like read it again. So I ended up reading that book, that same book, three times, and okay. um, I was like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like what is this, man? And so, um, 
um, meditation came and and it's time for us to eat. And at this time I was I was eating all types of meat, you know, mm. steak, chicken and everything else. And so now I go there and everything is 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 big, um, plant based. Plant based, yeah. Yeah, and so I'm like, how 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 am I going to make how am I going to digest this food? Oh yeah. This, this looks like oatmeal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just repackaged or re you know, redressed. And and um um it, it was a shock for me. But mm. after about the third day is when my nerves settled and mm. I started looking around like Okay, well, this is what the monastery is like. Okay, I, I I got a little taste of it, and so the first first time I was there, I stayed for three three and a half days, and on the third day, like everything settled. So mm. when I went back, so when I when I went back back out into the world, um, I, I I could feel the change in me. I was just like, wow, that was different. I was like, all right, cool, that was different. Hmm. Will I go back? I was like, you know, I'll give it another try. Yeah. I'll give it another try. And then the I went back the second time and this is when I was playing. And then um I went back the third time after I got injured. Okay. And and that's when The injury like, the injury that uh that ended the career? Um No, this is my second year. So Ah, okay. Yeah, my second year. So I went back and I was just like, oh, so right before, right before the injury um, that ended, that ended the career, um, I went to the monastery right before camp started, hmm. and I was just like, "I'm dialed in. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready to go." It's like anybody I'm wants to go of stand me? on these fools <laughs> for a thousand yards. <laughs> I'm going to zen on these, you know. And so, um, um, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, I got it together. This is awesome." I am about to make this happen. And, um, you know, because I bought into the character that I, I, I envisioned myself to be. And, and when it didn't pan out, man, that's when I just had a self-identity crisis. So, mm. you know, um, for me, uh, just being at the monastery, it, it allowed for me to go back to my core, you know. And and, and when I lost myself, um mm. I had to go and find myself. So I had an opportunity. I was afforded an opportunity to go to a monastery and spend time with myself because I didn't know who I was at the time. Yeah. And so if, if I, if I did not have the opportunity, then, um, we, uh, you wouldn't have an opportunity to just be speaking to me today. So, um, I, you know, I was very fortunate for that to be able to go there. And so, yeah, and spend time oh, at the monastery. Terrible. So, yeah. So the monastery was, was not what I envisioned, but it was actually more than what I envisioned. And hmm. a lot of times, you know, the, 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 the picture that we, that we are, um, I guess fed, um, about what a monastery looks like is, is not, is different from the experience. So, yeah, like, you know, like most things really. <laughs> right. Exactly. Everything in the movie happens just like that. And, yeah. you know, in real life, it's just like, uh, <laughs> ah, it's a long snap. You're gonna have to keep coming back to it. <laughs> exactly, and so yeah, but man, it's it's like it's the most tranquil, like fulfilling thing ever in my life. I'm just hmm. you know I'm just extremely thankful for uh, being able to spend time at a monastery. You know, um, 
um, I, I thought it was weird. A lot of people thought it was weird in the beginning, but now I'm like, mm-hmm. if you don't go to like, and you don't have to go to a monastery. I went to a monastery because that was my life, and that's what I that was my challenges that I had to face. But now mm-hmm. that I had an opportunity to go there. I have I, I I put a book together. What a program! So people do not have to go there. You know, I did. Ah, I've done the work. work. I've done the work, and so yeah. now I have all the answers to whatever questions that they have and whatever that they're going through. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like I man, it was I was explaining to one of my clients um, who was an Olympian, um, and I was just explaining to him how you know it, at, at one point I was reading all these books. I was like, you can really do this? <laughs> you know, I was just like to reading the book and then putting the book down and actually going and practicing what they said in the book. Yeah. And then, and then from there I would do that. And then I would go back to the headmaster monk at the monastery and ask questions about what I read in this book. Yeah. You know, and then about my experience that I had and he was like, Oh, the brother's maturing. <laughs> and that was it. And I was just like, okay, okay, like, like anything else, you know. It's just it's no frivolous talk. And yeah, and it was just like, oh, the brother's maturing. Then afterwards, he'll 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 help, he'll assist, you know, for you to to go a little further and see more and more things, you know. But it, it was a process, and uh, but it allowed for me to grow as an individual. So once I once I was able to get to to get the knack of practicing meditation mm. then i was just like whoa i got it in me i was like okay 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 you know yeah. I could, you know but I, I definitely still um still uh call and 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 go to the monastery to because they allow for me to to discover my gift mm. uh, and, and so i always pay homage and just always just go and do service you know get you know like service for 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 the world because that's what I'm doing. You know, if I want to make a difference in the world, I have to make a difference in myself. So um, the way that I do that is by um, you know do, doing these things that that keep you grounded, that uh, that will allow for your 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 branches to grow. As I'm using the metaphor as a tree. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I go back to the monastery to keep me grounded so I can. So I can grow, you know, and, and grow as big as I want to grow and, and make a difference in people's lives and, you know, help athletes you know, just discover that 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 ultimate self um, of them because it's in you. It's just yeah. nobody looks past the surface level. You know, after you close it, you only close you're only familiar with closing your eyes when you go to sleep, not when you're you're conscious. And so when, when you're able to close your eyes and still be conscious, then that's where all the magic happens, man. Yeah. Well, gosh, and I got a couple couple questions for you there. But, you know, I, I think one thing that I would love your take on is mm-hmm. I think there's growing awareness, uh, at least in, you know, our society around the idea of mindfulness or meditation. And maybe we could even talk about are, are the two uh, one and the same or are they two very distinct things? But um, I feel like a lot of folks and I would put myself in this camp like well-intentioned. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't make it stick either my routine changes or things mm-hmm. pop up in my life, yeah. you know, to where it's like, Oh, I was on a run for six days and now it's like I stopped for two and then it just, it all falls apart. So, all you know, right. for you, I'd be interested to hear well, you dabbled with it in high school. You dabbled mm-hmm. in college and the NFL is going to the monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was it that finally made it stick for you? 
Like how, how did you make it a practice that was going to be like consistently incorporated into your life versus like the way a lot of people deal with it, you know, doing it for a couple of days and then falling off and coming back in a couple of weeks or months. Like right. how, how did you make that stick? Um, <clears throat> so um, real quick for me, um, it stuck with me because it was the one thing that saved my life. As yeah. I mentioned before, like, so I had a plan to, to blow my head off, you mm-hmm. know, with my shotgun. And, um, I had loaded my gun that day and, um, I call, I ended up calling everybody. I called seven people in total. And the last person I called was a guru at the monastery. And I told um, him, I just started lamenting, like very dramatically, like, I'm going through this. I'm about to kill myself. I'm about to do this. He was just like, are you done? I was like, what? what? <laughs> he just minimized everything I just said. Yeah. And, and he was just like, no, you waxed on, wax off me right now. I am not, today is not the day. <laughs> today is not the day. I'm about to, I'm about oh, to take my man. life. He's yeah. like, are you done? I was like, what? And so he was just like, meditate. Click and held the phone. I was just like, what? I'm like, let's start crying. I was wow. like, no one cares. And so um, as I'm walking right. back to my room to go um, and, 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 you know, act out this, this suicide. Um, yeah. That was my meditation pillow. And I just made a commitment to myself that I was going to sit there for one hour um, and, um, and, you know, do this meditation because I was like, how in the how in the f is this sh- gonna help me? Yeah, you know? and um, and and that's what I did, man. And and so when I did that at the last the last three minutes, and I know it was the last three minutes because I opened my eyes to look at the time because I was going through a lot of pain. Yeah, um, and and um, I closed my eyes for those last three minutes, and um, I had to be like two minutes left. But in those two minutes. Like my my I, I was having trouble with my legs in the in the crisscross position, hmm. um, and so when those last two minutes, I just did a deep inhale, just like just sit and be still, and my legs just flopped to the ground. The outside of my knees just hit the ground. Really? And, yeah, and like it was like it was, it was like an energy. It just shot up through my body, just like whoop, and straight hmm. into my head. And it was just like. Whoop. And I was just in a whole nother space. I was like, where am I? I was like, oh, shit. All I do, open my eyes? No, no, keep them closed. Just like, oh, I, am, am I here? Oh, my goodness. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited because if you get yeah. too excited, you'll lose it. You know, like, oh, don't be too docile because you'll lose it as well. Just like, okay, I'm here. It's wow. like, all right. And then that was the first time I could really hear myself talk. So um, then w- when that happened, the time went. I had a, a breakthrough that day. I, I had a breakthrough that day. Wow. I had a breakthrough that day. And that, and so when that happened, the timer went off. And when the timer went off, I was like, wait, 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 wait. you know, and it, put, it, it sucked me out of, it sucked me out of, like, like in, in a dream. Yeah. And, and, and tears start streaming down my face. I was like, what, what, what was that? What was that? And so that, at that moment was the moment where I didn't even think about harming myself ever again. Oh, wow. And so for me, that 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 was when the 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 uh, the habit of doing this every day because I was like whatever you that was saw there was something else that you could now yeah I was like whatever that was that's wow. what I want for the rest of my life and huh. so that's what allowed for my habit to um to to um submit itself um, but for others so 
for others, it's it's like this. My my uncle used to always tell me this, who was also like one of the enlightened ones as well. Um, he was just like, you know, everything in moderation, man. You know, don't 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 beat up on yourself just because you can't make it. If you can do, if you can, if you can, it's, so it's a mindset. If you can meditate, if it's seven days out of the week and you can meditate four days out of those out of those seven, then you, you're doing something. You're doing better than yeah. the people that's not even making an attempt to do it. Yeah. So a lot of times you're always looking to accomplish something, you know, and, uh, because that's how our brains are hardwired, yep. you know, but in meditation, you're not looking to accomplish anything. You're mm. just looking to have an effortless practice, an effortless practice of learning how to be able to concentrate, but also just heighten your level of awareness. Mm. And so when you can learn how to just sit, because there, it's almost like two ways to meditate. There, there are many different practices, but there are two ways to meditate by focusing on one thing only. Okay. Or witnessing. Huh. And so the witnessing is like allowing for things to pass. As they come in, they go. Right. And so, okay. and so a lot of times when you see you see all your thoughts going like uh, did I leave the did I leave the, the, the stove on? Oh right. did I leave the lights on? Oh shit. I left the iron on. It may <laughs> fall. Oh my god. You know, and so you have to let those thoughts pass. Yeah. You witness that. And once you get into the role of witnessing, then you start to be able, then that 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 grows into you witnessing, you know, who you are and the character that you are and, and how mm-hmm. you interact with the world. And then the other one is just focusing on one thing. Like your brain is constantly it's, it's just it, all of these things is it's a barrage of thoughts, you know, mm, coming in. And so you you have to let those things pass, but stay focused on that one thing. And if you right. can stay focused on that one thing when everything is going away, then guess what? All everything else dissolves. And hmm. you focus on that one thing. And when you can focus on that one thing, it's like you bring that into view. And once you focus on the object or whatever it is that you want to focus on, um, then the emotions they come in right behind it and just and make and make that become a reality because that's what you uh, you focus all your energy on that one thing. So yeah. yeah. Ah, man. See, uh, that was a really good explanation. Well, and maybe we can, we can kind of round it out here because, uh, I I would love for people to be aware of the work that you're doing with athletes. Mm -hmm. But I also think, you know, while, while athletes are such a good example of someone who ties their personal identity into, I don't know, maybe this role or this job that they have. Right. Right. Um, there's, there's so many other ways that people do that. It could, it could be their corporate job. It could be a role within their family. I mean, you name it, right. Right. There's there's probably such a broad appeal to what you're doing with athletes that, um, I would love to hear a little bit about how you are helping athletes, both from a mind, mindfulness standpoint. I can't remember if we said this before we started or while we were recording. Be prepared to kind of make a transition, you know, mm-hmm. into like that next chapter or other right. potential avenues of their life. Right, right, right. Um, so the way that I help the athletes out is just by assessing where they are right here, right now, at this very moment in time. Hmm. Like, stop everything that you're doing. Just, 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 just freaking stop. You know, I, I use other words. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, because I like it, it's um, even though like I, I like when you see me, I smile a lot. You know, I just have this jovial, um, jovial personality. But at the same time, 
when when it's time to get serious. You know, I throw a couple curse words in there just so everybody's energy can change. Just like mm. like sit the fuck down. It's time to get to work. Yeah, you know because like. It can be in a really effective tool when you yeah. <laughs> when you sparingly and at the right time with the right tone. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you know, because I just want people to know that. All right, I'm serious right now, mm-hmm. and and take every single moment of me being serious as a, a learning opportunity. Yeah. Because I'm not going to repeat myself. I'm not going to go through this again. So mm. get it. You know, focus right now. Like. You focus all your energy. Hire if you feel disturbed right now. Use that energy to focus. Hmm. Um, and so, um, so I, that, that's what, what I do. I, I, I penetrate the athlete first, and um, just tell them to stop. Penetrate them, and hmm. then like, who are you? What do you want to do? Where are you going in life? Like, what do you want to accomplish? Why did you come to me? Like, well, what is it that you're seeking that you think you can find in me that you can't find in yourself? Mm. And 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 then from there, um, you know, I just just getting, you know we're doing assessment tests and um, I, I break everything down for them. Like there's nothing that's written on paper. I mean, there's certain things that are written on paper, but all this stuff is inside of me. So I'm just like, okay, uh, uh, oh, okay, I can look at somebody and be like, okay, oh, this is what you want. Oh, okay, that's simple. Or that's like, a, tell me, yeah. you know, tell me what you have going on. What do you need? What are you looking for? And just like, okay, are those your needs? Okay, all right. Is it almost like that uh, that objective mentor role that we were kind of talking about in a sense as well? Yeah, yeah most definitely. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a high-performance mentor. So basically, mm. you know, anything that, you know, a CEO, um, <clears throat> um, athlete, um, doctor, just lawyer, uh, accountant, a- anybody, yeah. anybody that, that is in the game of life basically, you know, we're all athletes in this game of life. And so basically what I do, like you, you share with me your problems. I'm like a doctor, basically, or like a doctor or a trainer. Mm -hmm. You come to me and you tell me what's bothering you, what you have going on. And all right, so we'll put a concoction together. We'll put the the right type of um, medicine that you need to cure you know, whatever ailments that you have going on, whether mental or physical or spiritual. Yeah. And so, um, um, yeah, that's how I work with the athlete. And also um, just the, 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 the CEOs, the athletes of business. Uh, Oh yeah. um, They're a little competitive as well. Most definitely. Most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So I hear, you know, but, but yeah, so that's what I do. And so eventually, you know, I, I work with athletes. That's my, that's phase one. And then phase two will be um, like the military, you know. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. yeah um, Man, what a great, I was just talking to um, a few folks about that. The the past two guests actually just coincidentally were in the military. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of which was like a survivor of a catastrophic injury. Mm. And uh, I mean, which just is like, there's so many layers to that. The identity of being in the military and then where'd you go? And then like now your physical, uh, body has changed and like you had your identity wrapped up in all the things you could easily do before. So right. man, that's, yeah, I, I imagine there's such like a, a group of people to serve there. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, and then after that, just, then, then uh, it trickled down to the kids, um, uh, at some point in time, but yeah, that's mm. how, that's how I work with the, the athletes, man. Um, <clears throat> just that, that little sequence right there. It's the same sequence and it's, a, you know, it's not difficult um, because really they, they are human beings. 
and I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm answering their human needs, you know, because we pretty much think of the same thing. You know, everybody wants to have a, a prosperous and joyful life and want to be happy um, um, and they're looking for success. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you understand those principles, then you understand like, oh, okay, their needs. Okay. And so sometimes it takes, you know, if somebody is going to a destination, they'll take the highway. Some people will take the back way. So mm-hmm. we figure out which way is best for you. Uh, yeah. And, um, and then, um, you know, like, hey, this is your assessment. Uh, these are the things that you need to work on. And I guarantee you, if you work on this, this will happen. Like, you got to um, put in the work. Just That's it. You got to put in the work. You know, um, yeah. there's no pill that we can take, um, even though people are working on it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, but it's a short term effect. You know, if you if you want this to be everlasting, uh, um, you, you put in the work because then your muscle memory will take over. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the beauty of it. Like when you mentioned, like, how do people, you know, get into it? If you it's, it's just like working out. You know, you, you do it on the days when you don't want to do it. But the only thing, only difference with working out, you can look in the mirror and see the physical change. Right. You know, and you're like, yeah, like I'm going to do some more curls, curls, yeah, for girl, exactly. curls, for girl. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but but with with the mindfulness and the meditation, it's it's like a, a subtle, subtle change. Mm. And if you're not aware of that subtle change, then you're thinking that you're not doing anything. You know, a lot, sure. of, a lot of my clients come to me and be like, I, I can't do this meditation shit, man. And, you know, I, I fall asleep every time I do it, you know. Yeah. It like, yeah, it's just like, I, yeah, yeah. I was like, I used to fall asleep every time I did it. You know, but it's just that coming back to it, coming back to it, coming back to it, coming back to it. You know? and, and in your mind, you're like, this is not doing anything. But if you can do it, I would say this. For anybody that's listening, mm. you want to know, do a full seven days, commit to doing a full seven days of uh, meditation. Um, and it can be one minute, two minutes, three minutes. It can actually be 30 seconds. Hmm. Like you can do 30 seconds every day where you just sequester yourself, you know, from everyone. You go to a closet, meditation pillow, bathroom, yeah. shower, you know, 30 seconds where you just focus on, you can focus on one thing, or you can just be like, you know, thank you, universe. Thank you, God. Thank you, Allah. Thank you, what, what, whatever religion that you that you practice. You can mm. just do that. And um, um, what happens is uh, just kind of get into a rhythm of of, 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 of of using that 30 seconds to focus on you. And, and so um, if you can do it consistently for seven days and then stop. Don't do it anymore. Hmm. You'll you'll be able to see that you'll feel that subtle. Ah, uh, you know, because you you'll be like, man, I was sharper last week. Right. Like well, okay, like what, what what was that? And so from there, your brain automatically starts doing the process of elimination. Hmm. And then I it like goes that. back to like. Okay, I was, I was, oh, I was, I was meditating for thirty seconds. Like, but did that, did that shit really work? Right, you know. And so that that curiosity makes you go back and do it again. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wow, shit. And so what what a lot of people do is when they first start practicing 
meditation or mindfulness is they listen to, well, I wouldn't say they listen to, but mainstream says you should practice for five minutes. But five minutes is like going to the weight room and lift 225 pounds on your very first day. Hmm. And and you haven't even lifted the weight. So now you get the weight. Like, right. And you're straining <laughs> and your eye, eye pops out of the socket like, poof, like, oh. So you put the weight up and you're like, that is, I'm, I'm not doing this shit not no more. Not for me, more. too much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so what you don't understand is there are steps to this. Um, there are levels to this. And so hmm. just just like if you can – and that's why I say I, I've always broken things down to the molecular level. Like, And so hmm. we live our lives from moment to moment. And so those moments, we, we, we measure those moments by seconds. You know, but if you want to look like a flower, you know, it's like milliseconds or a tenth of a hmm. millisecond, you know. But um, as humans, we measure things by moment, moment, which – those moments become seconds and then those seconds becomes minutes and minutes becomes hours and so forth. And so how I break it down to people is just like, if you can focus on doing something for 30 seconds and master that, then you can move on to the next thing. And so now you can move on from 30 seconds to 40 seconds, to 50 seconds to 60 seconds. So you can master something for 60 seconds. What does Mm -hmm. that equate to? One minute. Yep. So now it equates to one minute. So now you have, you have mastered being able to focus your attention on something for one minute. Mm-hmm. So now that you're able to do that, now you can go from one minute to two minutes, three minutes to four minutes to five minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, it builds from there. Yep. And so, um, I like that because it's like, it, it, it's so easy to get defeated by the magnitude of where you want to be. I was just talking about this, with, uh, Galen on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's like if you can break it down into smaller achievable milestones or maybe goals, right. however you want to put it. Right. It's like, you know, there's like some strength that you can pull from realizing like, no, I can achieve these little steps. And like right. each week it's a little bit more, you know, I mean, jogging's a great example, right? right. Like, you know, start, start with a short distance and a slow space, a uh, slow pace and, each day, each week, increase it a little bit. And before you know it, like that one mile jog is a three mile jog. Exactly. And what took and what took you 30 minutes, like you'll be amazed to see now takes you 25. And right. You know, right. and then to your point, um, something that I, I think is really interesting is because the improvement is gradual and mm-hmm. not as easily measured. It's like once you kind of get addicted to that improved feeling, if you pull it away you can kind of start to see some of that Delta like, Oh man, I really thought clear last week or, you know, I had more focus and I just, I don't feel as sharp. And Mm -hmm. that, that in itself can kind of be like, well, I want to get back to that. I want to get more of that. Exactly. Um, So I I think, I think that's a great point. Well, man, I I gotta be honest, man. I I thank you so, so much. Like for being so open with your story. Um, Something that's as intensely personal as that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fact that you're willing to share it, uh, I, I can't even imagine how many people it's it's probably touched in ways that you maybe didn't even anticipate uh, <laughs> folks who feel the same. Because like you say, yeah. a very jovial person, a person who saw uh, incredible success academically, athletically, yeah. um, but we're all people, like you said. Right. And there's so many folks who just kind of suffer in silence, right. uh, which is heartbreaking. And so yeah. I think for someone like yourself, 
who's a strong person physically, but also yeah. mentally right. to be willing to share like, Hey man, I went through this too. There's a path out of it. And yeah. look, I've done the research. I've done the work. I've put it in. You want to have it consolidated so you can like dive in like, right. man, I think that's such a, such a powerful, powerful way to help people. So thank you uh, for the work that you're doing and being willing to share that, man. Oh man. Thank you so much for just having me here and just allowing me to share that. You know, I just, like, I, I understand my purpose now in life. Man, um, like, I, the, the vision is so clear. I mean, like. That's what everyone's looking for, right? <laughs> that's what everyone is looking for. Yeah. You know, I, I think that the thing is, is that um, uh, the vision, we, we, we lack the vision um, because, you know, we, we are trying to get there so quickly. We're trying to get there so quickly. And so you like the vision because if you move, it's, it's like if you're in a car, you're trying to read a sign that's standing still and you're going 100 miles per hour. It's like, uh, <laughs> like I missed it. <laughs> okay, all right. right. So same, same thing with your life, you know? And um, it's not until we, when we look with, within ourselves and uh, we become attuned to the, the rhythm and the vibration within, then we start realizing like, whoa, like, man, you can go, you can go, you can go 110 miles per hour and you'll be able to read a sign, you know, that's at a standstill and just look at it like, ah, boom, and move on to the next. Like, ah, that mm-hmm. sign said X, Y, and Z. You know, it's just, it's, it's just being able to train yourself to, to see the things that um, you never trained yourself to see before. Uh, it's it's simple, you know, and and when I talk about it, I speak about it from like the most effortless uh, point of view because I, I've I've seen it and I've seen it so many times. It's like I I don't exert that much energy whenever I'm I'm speaking about it because this is who I am, you mm. know, and um, uh, yeah, this is me, you know. Like I'm I'm fortunate to be. Being this lifetime, my name is Prince. You know, my dad gave me this name, so um, I'm, I'm living into it. You know, and I'm being being um, what I think uh, a prince should be. You know, and and that's to 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 help out to help the world out when we're in a in a, in a place of um, of need of help. Hmm. And and if I can do my part, I'm not I'm not like and I'll say this: say these two things. I'm not trying to be a savior. Or a conqueror, mm. because those two individuals they get killed, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm not trying to do that. But what I am yeah. trying to do is my part, you know. So um, if 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 you get stuck going left, going right, and you feel like there's no other way out, like like I, I guarantee you there is another way out. Um, and mm. uh, I ha- I have the the remedy and the answer. I've seen it. I've been exposed to it, and uh, um. I don't mind sharing that, that vulnerable side of me because like, you know, what, what else do we, life keeps going. And so you know, what, what do they say? Some of the, the wealthiest people um, are in the grave, you know? So uh, I'd rather, I'd rather enjoy my wealth while I'm alive and, and, and my wisdom yeah. and, and share it with other people so they, they can um, enrich themselves you know, because I, as I mentioned before, we're all looking for prosperity, you know, success and, and love and, you know, just want to be the best versions of ourselves. And so I've, I've been able to tap into it um, 
So I'm okay with sharing it. Hey, um, and yeah. So it's oh, awesome, man. No, yeah. well, and, and we appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, you never know the way in which it's going to impact people that you might not ever get to interact with directly, you know? So right, it's, it's, right. it's so cool um, to have a platform to be able to spread it. So on that note, the book, one more time. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Master the Balance Between Power and Peace. Yes, and you can find it on my website at www.princedanielsjr.com. And you can find my Instagram handle and everything else as well. So, but yes, that, 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 that is the book. It took me six years to write it. from start Oh, to wow. Yeah. And so like, man, it's just now that it's here, it's just like, it's a dream come true. But, you know, like I, I mentioned before, well, I don't think I mentioned this before, but I, you know, on one hand, I'm astonished and, and grateful. Hmm. But on the other hand, I'm just like, ah. Yeah, I disciplined myself for this. You know, uh, I focused and uh, all of my energies on this, and um, and I'm not surprised that it's here. You know, that's amazing. Yeah, and and so you know, you, you find that balance of like celebrate, but then yeah. get back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. short lived. <laughs> right, Six years, and then it's like yeah. all right, a little bit of time to celebrate. Right, right, and I gotta right. Get back right. to the grind. Exactly. Like usually my celebration is very small. Like I go play some video games or something. I'm like yeah, this is cool, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and my wife is just like, go to bed. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Uh-huh. I'm just excited, you know. So play again um, in another six years. Right, right. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> you know, but it's just these little things that are just allow for me to 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 stay grounded. You know, like I just call myself a a semi a semi um, yogi, you know, or like a, a yeah, like a, a semi yogi, um, where like I, I I maintain the balance of enjoying the human human life of things, but I also enjoy the the, the enlightenment or the mm. the you know the being able to um, enrich myself, enhance myself, and reach my full potential, but also be not not be too alienated to like where I, when I come back and I speak to people, they're like, "Okay, I don't understand anything that you're saying because I don't relate to you at all. Like you're in Planet Nebulous, and I don't get it." <laughs> you know? So, so that's why you always have to have that balance because then that yeah. way. I, I'm able to speak to people and relate to them because if if I were to take you to the monastery with me and you were going to speak to the guru, you would be like, okay, 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 Prince, you're going to have to break this down for me because this stuff is <laughs> not making any sense, you know, and, but it's, it's, and, and I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And, you know, I understand that I am the bridge or the liaison. Hmm. And so, um, I understand my role and I understand my purpose and, you know, I look to share it with everyone. So, oh man, awesome. Well, th- thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to get the book. I'm excited. <laughs> thank you, man. Yeah. And if you get and those, the book, and if those core exercises to- better be in there. If they're not, <laughs> you are getting one salty, salty email. <laughs> no, they are, man. Awesome. They are, they're in there. And then also the six week program. Oh, cool. The book. Yeah. I just dive in deeper. Perfect. Book and like, you know, you can just openly ask me like, why did you write the book? What was your intention behind writing it? And, and so forth. And like, 
why did Calvin write the book? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Why did he write the forward to the book and and so forth? So it was just you know we just dive in deeper and and it's a it's a it's a really good price right now. It's like forty seven bucks. Awesome. You know? So um, I'm gonna link to it. I'm gonna link to the website and then like yeah. I'll, I'll I'll link to Instagram and uh, yeah. that way people yeah. can follow you and keep up yeah. with you, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I'm just, like it's time, man. So who who ever wants it, let's go. <laughs> like I have it, you know, like. Yeah. Awesome. So, like, I'm just thank you, thank you so much, Ken. Again. Yeah, you know, dude. So, absolutely. My like, pleasure. My yeah, pleasure. Just coming from a humble place and just say, you know, I, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Thank you. You got it. You got yeah. it. Thank you, man. We'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely talk again soon. That sounds good, my brother. Man, mommy, you better go ask mommy, daddy. <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna start there. <laughs> I don't know if people pick up how weird you are <laughs> from this section. No, we're going to leave this in. This is how this episode starts. Because I've, I've had it up to here. You're not very happy with me today. Not today. I'm not very happy with you either, so. It's just, they're. It's mutual. Every time that we go to test the audio levels, you either repeat what I'm saying back to me. Or you find a new and inventive way to not talk in the normal speaking voice that you're going to actually speak when we record. I don't think I understood the assignment until today. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> well, I just thought you wanted me to say something into the microphone. No, I just wanted to hear your voice a little bit longer before we talk for 15 minutes directly at each other. <laughs> uh, what song was that today? Gloria Gaynor, I will survive. Yeah. That you sang, that you whisper sang. <laughs> you found a new <laughs> audio volume that I didn't know you were capable of. Anywho, back hmm. to Prince. What a good one. Yeah, what a cool name. Yeah, I know. Well, because he, uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess I kind of changed my name as I got older too. And maybe he always went by Prince, but I knew him as PJ from his like uh, when he was in playing college? days. Yeah. But, uh, man, walked away from that one just like, I've been thinking a lot. Yeah, me too. I'm like, ah, you know, I really need to take this more seriously. Not that I don't, but it's, I find that like the mindfulness and meditation, it's like when we get really busy, that's like the first thing that gets cut out. Yeah. And it's when, when you do do it, it's so helpful. It really is. Well, so you know what? Should we jump right into the takeaways? Oh, he's so crazy. Do it. Or do you want to talk about uh, our new deodorant regiment first? Your choice. Choose your own adventure. Oh, gosh. Yeah, let's talk about deodorant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, for years, I I would say fairly fortunate that I do not get BO. Let me, let me, let me clarify. Did not get BO because I found a deodorant that worked for me and worked quite well. Mm-hmm. Old Spice. Not yeah. a sponsor. Would love it if they would. Nope. But their deodorant. Nope. We want nothing to do with Old Spice. Was fantastic. I smelled great. I felt confident. Chock full of aluminum. There in which lies the rub. Apparently, <laughs> I have just been caking my pits in <laughs> aluminum. I mean, everybody else, Kenny. For the better part of a decade. Except for me. So we've switched. Uh, we're, I'm now going all natural deodorant. 
Actually, that's not true. I mean, it's still deodorant, but just have aluminum in it. I make it myself. Oh, tree bark and dirt and a little coconut oil. Turnips. I have new. I'm kidding. I don't uh, do that. But you said something that I thought was really interesting that maybe we should share. So when I said you need to switch to a new deodorant brand because it's not working, your reply was. <laughs> The only times it doesn't work is when you either A, are sweating, <laughs> no, or no, no. B, That's working not what I said. No I, no, I said if I don't, if I like wake up in the morning uh-huh. and I'm like, I, I'm like doing something with the kids where I start sweating before I like get myself ready and like go in the bathroom and put my deodorant on, but you know, like do my routine. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on and I'm like, oh, well, now it's going to work because I already started sweating. It's not at all what you said. That's what I meant. I'm so glad we have this recorded. Okay, that's what you meant. However, what you said was... Why are we talking about... It only doesn't work when you A, sweat, or B, work out. And my argument is, those are precisely the two times when you need your deodorant to work. It it works. Okay. I just have to put it on before I start sweating. That's... Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes I'm just like, I get out of bed and I've got the kids to deal with. You know okay. how they are. Okay. Uh, we'll let the listeners be the judge. I don't know if you're doing a great job defending your deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Prince. Okay, so. Okay. That went well. Um, the first takeaway, I'm trying to think of where we were going with that, was. Meditation. Think, you're talking about yes. meditation. Yes. Meditation, meditation. That's right. <sighs> Boy, this is this is off to a rough start. Um, <laughs> something that I thought was kind of really profound. So one, his story. I, I really appreciate just how open he was. Yeah. And his willingness yeah. to like share something so deeply personal and be, you know, vulnerable. Um, but hearing about that last time where he was like, I'm going to meditate one more time. I'm going to give it a shot and then I'm going to go through with what I have planned, which is just, I mean, man, so just tough to hear. But he said that he had that breakthrough, Mm -hmm. like mentally, even physically, like he said, like he was sitting kind of in that cross-legged stance and then finally after being uncomfortable, and I don't know if he was trying to force it, but finally his legs, his knees just like, bam, went to the floor. Like he just got relaxed and he hit this different kind of like, I don't know if it's like a consciousness or like an awareness level, Mm -hmm. you know, he got into that like real meditative state. And I just think one of the takeaways uh, for me, you know, not saying a takeaway isn't like, Hey, like start doing this next week. But like what I really thought about was like, man, like there are layers and levels of consciousness that like we are just do not tap into. Yeah. That we have the ability to tap into all the time and just don't. And the reason that I, you know, I talked about in that episode with Shane Farmer, that breathing class that Mm -hmm. I did, and I like had that crazy kind of like euphoric, otherworldly experience without like any form of like drug or whatever. So like understanding that your body can tap into that without any other like outside substance, it kind of like opens my eyes to the fact that like they're like what he's saying I can get a glimpse of, but it also makes me feel like, man, like how many people go through their whole life and never tap into that? Yeah. Well, when he was telling that story, I thought to me, I was like, oh, that sounds like not to get all religious, but like divine Mm. intervention. Like there is a reason, like 
he was able to get there in that moment Mm -hmm. because he obviously has a lot to offer and has helped and is going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. You could be absolutely right. I bet there's probably a lot of people that listen to that and actually had that exact same thought. I didn't have it in the moment when I was talking to him, but I was just so captivated by his, how powerful the story was. For sure. But yeah, so, you know, my thought is, uh, so yeah, it could certainly be divine intervention. I think, you know, sounds like for him, he's been able to like tap back into that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I wouldn't, I don't I'm not going to speak for him, but I mean, his whole, like he said, you know, it, it has become like a core of what he does, his mindfulness yeah, and meditative practices. Of his life. Yeah. So I don't know. It just makes me think like, I really want to give meditation another try. Not that I yeah. gave up on it, but it's just like. Make it like an important part of your day. I need to make it a thing that I, that is not a movable part of my schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, like right yeah. now with us, we have three kids, there's so much going on, work, whatever. It's so easy. Like it's, it's hard to find the time. It's like, we need to prioritize it. Yeah. It's impossible to have it be a part of the morning routine because the mornings are so all over the place. Just, yeah. Just part of bedtime routine. Yeah. Or, well, it's easier for me, but like, I just need to get up earlier. Yeah. I just need to get up earlier. Number two. Yeah. We stopped doing our yoga. I know it's hard (gasps) physically. I don't mean like emotionally. I mean like physically, it's very difficult for me. (laughs) Maybe we'll post some videos of me doing yoga. People would like that. That would go viral. (laughs) (laughs) You could just the volume would be off. People could still hear the tension <laughs> in my joints. <laughs> so this is something that I've thought about a lot. Not just, it's it's a very timely episode because unfortunately we have some people that we really care about who are, are dealing with with some of these issues, right? Losing loved ones to things um, that could be, you know, due to mental health or, or what have you. You know, he talked about his own uh, brush with a, a suicide attempt. And it just, I've thought about this my whole life. I don't know who planted that seed, who said it to me, where it came from, but it's just something that's always been in the back of my mind. You never know what someone is going through. Mm-hmm. And the signs aren't always obvious. That's the other thing too. Right. You know, I, I'm not going to pretend to know what he was like in the months, days, weeks leading up to that. But, you know, it's, I think it's just something like being a, a, a good person is just trying to have a little more empathy and in your dealings with people, just recognize like, Hey, you just don't know what's going on at home. Yeah. You don't know what they're going through emotionally. You don't know if they have a loved one that's sick. You don't know if they're struggling with something. Um, and I just feel like with everything going on in the world now, like if the world needs like kindness and empathy, maybe more than, than ever in my lifetime, it feels like. Agreed. Yeah. You know, and so I just, I just thought that was so interesting because NFL player, um, you know, what I think is so cool is looks like what's that on the surface. It looks like his life is amazing and yeah, clearly bright, clearly driven, clearly Mm -hmm. has a ton of potential. Yeah. You just never know. You just never know. So it pays to be kind. It does pay to be kind. Is there a song? Um, pays to be kind. Oh boy, I wish I could. I don't know. That's the second thing tonight you thought I got from somewhere and I just made it up. Yeah. What was the first one you said? <laughs> or are you going to wait till we get it trademarked? No, the first thing is I was stupid. 
No, it was not. It was awesome. Say it. All the parents are going to be like, fuck yeah. No, he said, <laughs> what was we're it? talking about parenting and yeah. they said, wiping butts and fixing cuts. That's what we do. Yes. I, think <laughs> I don't know if it's as good as you think. I think it's pretty good because I had just put the kids to bed. I was beat. I had collapsed just <laughs> on my back onto the couch, basically upside down. I was ready to give up. And you said, wiping butts and fixing cuts. That's what we do. And I was like, you goddamn right we do. <laughs> Let's go record a podcast. Um, I've got one more. Yeah, go for it, Daddy. Yeah, you want me to shoot? Take all three? I mean, Kenny, not Daddy. What'd you call me? Oh, call me Daddy? <laughs> That's later. All right. Yeah. All the family members who listen are just like, oh, God. Come on, we're trying to support you guys. You're making it really hard. Um, he said something else too, and he gave this really good visual. Uh, and I'm, now I'm, I'm of course messing up the context, but uh, about how like thoughts can kind of like develop into like actions, and I think he said like crystallize and materialize, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know something to the effect of like what you plant is what you grow. He has this awesome gardening analogy. I, I, yeah, I will not awesome. do him the disservice of butchering it. But that was something that when he said that, I was like, man, that is so true. That's a really interesting way to put it. But I just have always thought about it in the way of like this self-fulfilling prophecy. And your behaviors so often really do align to your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if you're constantly filling yourself with like self-doubt or whatever venture you start, you always start out with just like negativity. Yeah, you're like, oh, fail. that's probably not going to work. Or man, like there's so many things that could go wrong or I'm not good enough. Blind confidence. That's what you need. Just blind, stupid confidence, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it's like a, what's it called? Uh, a psychological principle, Right self-fulfilling prophecy but it's so true it's like the way you talk to yourself is really important i remember greg carton all the way back to episode two that was such an interesting conversation but (laughs) you know the way in which we talk to ourselves matters um you're not going to stop negative thoughts from coming in but like whatever thought you have planted in your head like you know, what, what goes behind that? If it's like a positive belief or a negative belief, like it's going to dictate the outcome. Mm -hmm. If you start something knowing that you're going to fail, like you're going to fail. Yeah. Because your actions are just going to lead you down this path subconsciously to like underachieve. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a really good one. I think about that a lot. That might be my new favorite saying, what you plan is what you grow. What you plan is what you grow. And you know what? If he didn't say that, he should steal that. Yeah. Because he said it. I can, just, can you make me a sign that says that and we can put it on our garden? Yeah. And that's a very, garden? that's pretty literal, but yeah, we could do that. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I know, but I, I think it would be a cute garden sign. It would be. Oh yeah. All right. Boy, we've got a lot of great slogans. Yeah. What you plant is what you grow. Maybe he did. If he said that, I apologize. People are like, dude, he said we that. We shouldn't air this episode because people will steal all of our he new fun did. ideas. Maybe, but maybe not. <laughs> oh, actually, great ideas. Let's round it out on this one because this one's going on a little long. That's my fault. I recognize that. I apologize. <laughs> uh, another great idea that I had that I now feel um, safe to share with the world. 
Mm-hmm. Double-sided dishwasher magnets. <laughs> I have been talking about double-sided dishwasher <laughs> magnets probably for the better part of a decade and a half. Mm-hmm. I never acted on it. Mm, probably because a lot of this self-doubt. Yep, you let it creep in. And guess what? Oh, they're a thing. There's a ch- lot of double-sided dishwasher magnets that will tell you without opening the dishwasher if they're clean or dirty. <laughs> oh, that makes me so angry. I know. And now we're just struggling with this podcast to try and make ends meet. And I could have been the heir to a double-sided magnet dishwasher. The magnet heir or fortune. the founder? We better wrap the show up. <laughs> people are like, this is a show? <laughs> <laughs> like, people listen to this? Uh that was an awesome episode. Prince, I apologize. We've we've gone off the rails here. We're just doing our best. <laughs> um, thank you to all those listening. Like we always say, if you are enjoying it though, please leave a rating and a review. Uh, and also go over and follow us on Instagram at the underscore professional athlete. Uh, <laughs> you can follow a lot of the training that we're doing, but once we get our act together, we're actually gonna start doing these sections live. In the next month, for sure. 100%. Totally. I think we said that like four episodes ago. Ugh, probably longer. Yeah, I know. These kids take a lot of time and effort. I got to be honest. Yeah. I I underestimated. You want another one, too. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm exhausted, and there's days where I'm just like pulling my hair out. I'm just like, <laughs> all I am is a giant, like, I don't know what the word is, like, toilet paper holder. <laughs> I just move from one butt to the next and in between I work. And then after that, I just get yelled at to feed people. And I'm not even the one feeding people. I'm talking about like snacks. I'm talking about like, I'm going to get a scoop of peanut butter (laughs) and I'm like drained. Why am I complaining to you? You're like, what? You don't cook. Like I'm feeding the children. (laughs) This guy's, this co-host is so full of it. Uh, but yeah, I would like another one. <laughs> okay. Adios, everybody. Okay. Have a good one, folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.